0: Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser.
1: And I'm Brian Baker.
0: And Brian, we have... I'm stoked. Okay, so you tell us, who do we have with us today?
1: We have Michelle Newman from the Kurt Gibson Foundation.
0: And you're excited.
1: Because as a elementary school baseball player in Battle Creek, Michigan, there's only one person I wanted to be like, and that was like Kurt Gibson.
0: That's so cute. And now
1: I'm like Kirk Gibson, we both have Parkinson's.
0: There you go. (laughs) Michelle, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Thank you. So (laughs) this is the most I'm going to see Brian smile, I think. Um, But can you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about um, yourself and what you do at the Kirk Gibson Foundation?
2: Sure, so um, I am the Chief Operating Officer of the Kirk Gibson Foundation. I've been with the foundation for about four years now. So um, I basically do a little bit of everything. Um, And so I guess I initially started what, uh, right around when it became a public foundation. Um, Kirk had had a private foundation for many years uh, before he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, and now I basically work on the day-to-day um, and we've just recently expanded our teams. We actually have three new team members in the last few months. So um, it's very exciting for me to have them here cool. with us.
0: Very cool. So as an organization, what do you guys focus on um, with your foundation? Like what's your, what's your goals from, with Parkinson's?
2: So our mission is to provide activity-based programs um, to improve the quality of life of those living in, with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um, and our newest initiative that we have just recently started working on, well, we started working on this about a year and a half ago, but we've made a clearly defined decision on how to proceed is that we are looking to build a Parkinson Center in Southeast Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's sort of a very uh, new initiative for us. We've kind of been doing some research for the past year year or so and um our board has uh, recently made the decision to move forward um and uh we're going to work on building an independent center where it can be not only a resource for people in southeast michigan but an educational hub uh so that we can do train the trainer programs um or have people visit and and sort of bring back uh that knowledge to the national parkinson's community so so
0: what so when you say a parkinson's center like give me like a vision of like what What does that look like? Is it like an open gym? Is it like a YMCA or Uh, hospital-based type things like what? Yeah,
2: what we're looking at right now is we want to do a standalone facility. There will be gym equipment, um, large multi-purpose room that could be used for different types of programs, Um, but what we really want to offer is a variety of programs, so some more traditional programs, um, like we currently sponsor a big and loud program, so um, more traditionally known Parkinson's programs, but um, things like dance and um, choir and ping pong and yoga and just kind of have a wide array where it's a place where people want to come frequently mm-hmm. um, and um, you know have a lot of variety so people can find what works best for them um, to help manage their symptoms.
0: Is there like also um, like any type of community like aspect in terms of like a like a coffee shop or something so people can talk or is there any neurologist on hand or PT anything like that? So-
2: Yeah, we're still really early in the planning phases because we had been down the path of speaking to maybe partnering with a medical facility and we were we were mm-hmm. kind of working out what do we want to do so we it's a actually a very recent like last week decision that we decided that independent is the path that we want to take. so I think the thing that we are talking about it we want it to be very community minded. we do want people to be able to um, you know make connections and stay We don't want it to be like oh you just walk in for your session and walk out mm-hmm. we hope that there's sort of that informal support group that naturally happens before and after um, a meeting or a class. Um, so the actual structure of how it will be built, we're still working through. But yeah. we have talked about um, just communal areas just for the purpose of mm-hmm. community and, you know, socializing um, and, you know, just being a comfortable place for people to gather.
1: So can we b- just back up just a little bit? And yeah. can you give us the for those people that aren't maybe Kurt Gibson? Yeah, I was Uh, Uh, Like myself, like, you know, who he is, how, when he got diagnosed, those types of things. Just kind of. Sure.
2: Yep, for people who don't know Kirk, he's a retired Major League Baseball player. He was a manager. He is currently um, part of the Tigers staff and does on-air commentary for the Detroit Tigers at Belly Sports Detroit. So he's still very much active in the baseball world. Um, He's probably best known for his uh, 1988 World Series uh, Game One home run uh, with the Dodgers. Also well known for his 1984 World Series home run with the Tigers. and he, um, you know, he was diagnosed, I think, in 2015. Um, he did have symptoms for a couple of years before he knew he had Parkinson's. So he's probably uh, had Parkinson's for a few years before that, before he was formally diagnosed. Um, he started the foundation actually back in 1996. Uh, mm. he, both of his parents were teachers. He started it as a scholarship program to honor his parents and just give back to his community. Um, he's still... Uh, privately grants those scholarships every year um, to two high schools in Michigan that he's been doing this now for I guess almost 30 years at this point. Um, And then when he was diagnosed, he had started uh, partnering with Michigan State, um, Van Andel Institute Spectrum Health in Michigan uh, with research and then over time in 2018, he realized he wanted to do um, aggressive public fundraising. So he made the foundation into a public 501 C3. Um, And so since then, we've really narrowed our scope a bit and we're really trying to focus on quality of life programs. We do some research in partnership with Michael J. Fox. So we allocate the funds there and they let us um, dedicate to what research we want those funds to go to. But we don't um, actively maintain any research grants right now. Mm -hmm. So we do sponsor programs such as uh, a big and loud in partnership with Spectrum Health in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, We sponsor an adaptive yoga program. That's an online program that's available to anyone. Um, we sponsor a respite care program in partnership with Michigan Parkinson Foundation, so caregivers can get the care and the break that they need. Um, and then now we are also funneling resources towards what it would take to build the center. And the goal is to do that within the next, you know, have the, the doors open within the next two to three years. So, um, so do you
0: do you guys have anything like a location or something right now, or you are I don't want to say just but you are f- f- sponsoring and, and funding those uh, resources today. Like, is there anything like you guys, like how we have PD Next Steps like our gym, do you guys have yeah. something like that right now?
2: No, we, so uh, we are looking for the right location um, and the right partner, so we are um, actively starting to speak to uh, people where, where we might be located and which programs we want to host on site, but we don't have that okay. that site yet.
0: How have you seen um, or have you seen an impact in the local community there in Michigan with you know, with Kirk coming with this foundation and, and being able to support all of these different programs? What has the community response been?
2: Um, the programs that we sponsor, the response has been uh really positive. Um, I know the Big and loud group I think initially started back in I think twenty sixteen with I think twenty-five people. There's over hundred and fifty people oh, now wow. that are served in that group. Um that's in the western side of the state. Uh the one I guess benefit of going into COVID, we were able to clear wait lists for those groups because if there's not a spot in person least we can have people attend virtually as soon as they qualify Mm -hmm. Um, and um, you know we found that the respite care program I think has more than doubled in size since we started um, sponsoring it Um, I think that you know especially the last couple of years have been challenging more families are looking for support Um, we spoke to someone actually about two weeks ago who Uh, is doing the adaptive yoga program and they initially were not able to get out of a chair now they're up and walking again so it's it's we're getting very positive feedback for Mm -hmm. everything that we've sponsored um and and our goal would be to how do we do this on a greater scale right like that's 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 what the goal is with the center like how do we affect more people and help them um you know more efficiently more effectively um and that's that's sort of the goal behind um, our goals for the center. And this is like, we're so early on in this that, uh, you know, we have a lot of logistics to work out. We have a team, a core team of about four people that are now starting to put together the planning. Um, and then like, um, in our organization, you know, I help, I help with that. Uh, and we have a couple of other people that help with that. And so we're, we're just trying to build up, like, what is the best, most strategic way to do this? So.
1: That's great. And, you know, like I said, we both Melissa and Jessica have a lot of resources if we can, if you need any questions or anything like that, that maybe they can answer.
0: Yeah. And we might want to, yeah. we might want to snake the idea too of the PD center <laughs> or so yeah. are you guys, are you guys looking like, do you think one day this would be something that you like you could initiate in other states or other cities? Is that the hope?
2: That's the hope. And and that's the hope. And, and, you know, we have a couple, there are a couple of incredible centers that already exist and we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just mm-hmm. trying to put out the best possible thing and, yeah. and, and want to leverage the work that other people are doing and not ignore that. So I've had conversations with Melissa and she is just, there's so much knowledge there and she's doing such incredible things. So, um, you know, speaking to people like Melissa who are far away, right? So they wouldn't actively be there every day. Our goal is to keep in mind, like, she has these amazing ideas. How do we implement them? And then when we come across something, how do we share that back to mm-hmm. her? So um, I think the initial goal is to open one incredible center with the thought of making everything we do easy to replicate somewhere else. You know, so we the need... focus is on one, but yeah. like the ideal would be, can we do this? And then someone in you know mm-hmm. somewhere else says, I want to. I want to replicate this. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. We have that blueprint for them.
0: I almost feel like with all the different there there's so many foundations for for parkinson's and it's like private and then the nonprofits and there's you know the large with um parkinson's foundation and apda and michael j fox etc and then there's ones you know like you guys that are you know definitely growing um probably like davis finney foundation and ones like that and then you have the like mine 5k for JK, which is still very little, but we're growing and it's, you know, we had Bethany on here before she was in New Bern, North Carolina. And, um, and with that, she, you know, she's done a ton of, of work similar to what you guys are doing. So in, from an exercise standpoint, you know, what does that look like? And it's almost like, how do we, can we get all of us together <laughs> and really, storm you know, honestly, yeah. Because I know that there's way more of us out there, so how can we start to build upon each other? So, anyways, what I'm saying is, I think we need to all get together. So, I might work on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great idea, and that's what we're trying to do. And I think that most of our introductions have come from these conversations mm-hmm. where it's like, "This is what we want to do," and it's like, you know, we got introduced to you through Danielle, mm-hmm. and um, you know. I, Every single call that we've done has always led to one more introduction, one more introduction. And then, you know, something something flipped last year. We're now like we're doing introductions because now we have this network that we didn't initially have. And I Mm -hmm. think um, I don't know if it's specific to the Parkinson's community, but sometimes when I tell people I work for a nonprofit, they're like, oh, it must be really challenging competing against all these other organizations. And and from what I in my seat, we don't compete. We work together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes us stronger. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what's going to make all of us all of us successful and we definitely have in mind that when we build this it's it's meant to be shared it's not nothing will be you know we're not going to have anything proprietary right. we're not, like someone sees a program and they like it we want we want to teach Take them we want yeah. them to bring it home and 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 that's i mean that's like kirk i mean he's a good teammate right um and and that's like really our, our job is to be a good teammate and um you know collaboration it's really the way it's going to go and whether it's like uh finding a cure that's only going to be found if people work together Mm -hmm. um and and you know and and we don't have a part in that right our part is like right now how do we make things easier how do we make quality of life better but we still want to support the people who are doing that just like we want them to support us and you know just like this country's so big there's there's something somewhere that we're like no one can do it all so if we all support each other we can you know so i agree
0: how is kirk doing
2: he's good he's good he uh, he is very disciplined about keeping up with his exercises which I think helps him quite a bit mm-hmm. he is also I think just by nature very active he's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he's he's always doing something so he, he's doing well you know I mean like anyone he has like off periods and things like that yeah. which is expected with Parkinson's but uh, he I think uh, he sort of just attacks it every day and mm-hmm. um, not gonna not gonna let it get him down but uh, I saw him last week and he was good. we we'll tell him that Brian's
0: so, dying to meet him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like you should come to our event in August
0: to be um, there.
2: Uh, are you going to go? I
1: don't know. me.
0: When is when do you you have an event in August you said, right? When is August it? August
2: 20th, we have an event called Strikeout Parkinson's. Brian, I, I can see you're sitting down. So, what it is, it is a fundraiser. It is a 1984 World Series QA panel.
1: Which my dad um, is. My, my dad went to the 84 series. Oh, my God. Did he really? So,
2: yeah.
1: Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be Alan Trammell, obviously Kirk, um, Goose Gossage will be there. So, there's going to be a QA. Uh, we actually. Have a unique venue it's in a bowling alley so there's going to be some bowling contests um and some kirk always makes things fun so there's going to be uh some fun events that we're we're planning for that and then we have the next day our seventh annual kirk gibson golf classic which is also one of our biggest fundraisers and there's always always a twist there too so we we do have those events august 20th and 21st so you gotta go brian and brian's gonna come
1: right <laughs>
0: meet your meet your uh I mean you, like Trammell's
1: going to be there too I mean I didn't didn't, mm-hmm. much, didn't get much better than that
2: yeah <laughs> so he's he's always been really supportive of the foundation and uh, so so they're I'm curious to see what the questions are but it's going to be a and a Q&A and Goose Gossage will be there so they're definitely going to talk about that home run uh, <laughs> that I think that was I think you'll correct me if I'm wrong I think it was game five right the he don't want to walk you <laughs> home run yeah
1: I think that's it
0: and so this is in Southeast Michigan, right?
2: Yes. So uh, it's uh, the Strikeout Parkinson's is Royal Oak, Michigan. Um, and the Golf Classic is in Auburn Hills. So they're all okay. pretty close to each other.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll look to get this. I mean, more people than just uh, even outside the US listen to this. But for those <laughs> that you know might be in the Michigan area and aren't aware of this or are close by and want to join, um, this would be a great time to, to have them be aware of it and know what's going on and see if they can support So
1: and then if you guys are available in October.
0: Yeah, we have <laughs> Do you want Michelle to come or do you want Kirk to come? Well, Michelle, Michelle's a little <laughs> far away, you yeah, um, know Yeah, we have we have a walk on October 8th. So if any if you want to come to Columbus, Ohio I mean, I know Columbus and Michigan. It's like a little iffy Especially if, that time of year yeah. around that time. Wow. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, the, I guess, football season, probably. It's a little yeah. a little questionable, right? Uh, yeah. There's rivalry, but. Uh-huh. But that's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I, I think I think to to work together, I think everyone can put aside yeah, those. I we, we got we Michigan State and Michigan people on the same team. I think we can do anything at this <laughs> point, go. so.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, again, I know. Brian was very excited and (laughs) definitely excited to keep our relationship going and and hopefully see what we can do to help each other, to help the overall Parkinson's community. So thank you so much.
2: Yeah, Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much for having me and we would love to work together. I know that you guys are doing great things. as well and if we could support you, uh, we would love to do that and keep the conversation going. Appreciate it.
0: Well, in our last 30 seconds, I will leave you with this. If you have not gone to the Kirk Gibson Foundation yet, please do so, especially if you live in the Michigan area. It's close by, it's something you can check out and see the progress that they're gonna make towards, hopefully, is having this PD Center and maybe it's something that we'll see more of in the future. Um, And don't forget, August 20th, if you are in that area, they will be having fundraisers with Kirk Gibson there himself. And with that, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there, and uh, we'll tune in. leave it there for now. So, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at the dot The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.